Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, we're glad you're with us today, and we're going to start a new series next week, but today we're going to look at Ephesians chapter 5, and what happens when we redeem the time. Don't you wish you had more time? <laughs> yeah, man. Anyways, I don't know what happens to it. Let's pray. Father, we are so grateful today to once again open your word up. Lord, that you have already spoke to our hearts. Lord, through worship today as we open your word. Lord, take away all the things from last week. May we know today is a new day. It is a day that you rose from the grave, the day that we celebrate, the day that we look to starting our week out. Lord, we're thankful that all those who have chose to be here to tune in this day at this time to worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, uh, share with that more in a little bit, but, you know, time just has a way. It's just so getting away from us. And, uh, you know, I saw a bunch of people this week that I hadn't seen for quite a while. And, you know, <laughs> we're all talking and saying the same thing. You know, what happened? We're, you know, we're not really the sage, are we? Did, did we get here? Did that, did that Medicare card that come in the mail? For, <laughs> that's not for me, right? It's <laughs> really? Anyways... And Ephesians chapter 5 gives us a very important focus on our life in verse 15. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 15. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not... Be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not be drunk with wine, not which is devastation, but be filled with the Spirit. So the Bible gives us something very important to look at. Redeem the time. Now we can just stop right there, but we're not going to because it says something that along with that. Why, why do we want to make the time count more than ever today? The Bible tells us something very clear. Because... The days are evil. So now more than ever, as all of us are here and we look back and we say, oh, you know, you know it's not going to be August, is it? We don't want summer to go. It's just, wait, it was just June now. It's not, what, what, you know, the Lord wants us to look at his word and to know, here's the thing. You and I, as much as we like to, cannot redeem the time. You can't do it. Let me give you an example. You got, you got something that's laid out, and you've got eight things that have to be done tomorrow. And you look at them, and you jump into tomorrow, and things start to happen, and you're getting real busy. And all of a sudden, before that, you've prayed, you've asked the Lord to do whatever you need to do that day. And that busiest of the day that could have been, all of a sudden, something happens, one appointment gets canceled, something happened with a kid's... Uh, baseball practice or whatever it might be, that doesn't wear out, all these things. And all of a sudden, you've got a free hour there, right? 
And you didn't plan for that. It worked that way. I want you to know that in our life as a believer, we need to look to the Lord. We need to redeem the time because the days are evil. And only he can do that for you and for me. We're going to talk about how he can do that and what happens. But I want you to look back. I want to emphasize this in the Old Testament. And I'm not even going to give you an example. I'm just going to read this to you. In Isaiah chapter 5, verses 20 through 21. Listen, I want you to correlate today what we're living in today. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Right there is the example for you and I. I don't even have to give you anything. All the different things that you see through the week, you're like, well, wait a minute. Well, years ago, what, you know, and you say to yourself, if I recollect in my own mind, that used to be, man, that was wrong. That was, you know, you didn't even talk about that years ago. And now it's right, well, you know, don't, you know, don't say anything, don't you? Because you know what? You'll, you'll offend them. You'll offend this person or that person. And the Bible also says in the end times, we need to know where we're at today. We're, we're heading towards the end times. And if we're not actually even living in it, if we are, and it says during this time, it's so true what God tells us in Matthew. Many will be offended. Have we ever lived in more of a time to where every time you turn the news on, you see, well, that, I, I, that just offends me. And, and we see that everything... We, who said everything was supposed to be perfect for me or for you in this life? Nobody did. Life is, you know, you got to get in there. We talked about in that series. You got to be willing to battle. I want you to know that we battle in such a way that we can always win. We're always going to win. But to know that when it comes to this time in our life, what happens when we redeem our time? Well, when we look and we read that verse today back in Ephesians, God gives you a very important clue. And I encourage you, every day of your life, it's so easy to do. All you have to do before you go to bed at night or the next morning, Lord, I'm not sure what today's going to look like. But will you give me the wisdom on what I need to do, whatever I hear on the phone, whatever I run into face-to-face -face with somebody, whatever happens at home, Whatever goes on with the kids, whatever's going on in a marriage, whatever, Lord, will you give me the wisdom that I need just for today? Now, when we do that, I, I, I guarantee you without a doubt, because God tells us in the book of James, if you ask for wisdom in your life and in my life, he will give you as much as you need. In other words, you can ask for a whole lot right now, and tomorrow you can ask for just as much. But what God wants us to be concerned with, exactly when you walk out that door today, exactly what you're going to do today, God will give you the wisdom if you're willing to do what he tells us. Let me read that verse again. In the book of Ephesians, I want to read the, the first verse again in verse 15. Or actually, verse through 17. See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. What happens when you... 
to lose my microphone. What happens? Am I back on, Jimmy? All right. What happens if we go? I'll get the other mic. Ben will help me, man. What happens? I know the devil always hates what I'm about to say when that pops out on me, all right? So listen, what happens when you and I are willing to redeem the time? God says, you're going to understand your life better. I said, that's amazing. God, because you know why? Lord, I don't know what my day looks like. I can't figure it out. I can't make it go faster or slower. It's, you know, in some ways, it's already gone. But here's what can happen. God tells you and I when it comes to, to redeeming, it not only means to buy back, but here's where we are today. It means to make it count. Make it count. Make whatever time that you and I have left count. How do we do that? You, you and I cannot see into this dimension. I could put my hand right here. There is another dimension that I can't see that is actually right here. There's angels flying around all through. We have no idea what's going on in the spiritual world except by what we can read in this book. What God tells us in this book opens that spiritual realm. And so what we can't see, God sees and he can work on. We've always said... I've always said to you and to, and to people that I'm closer that gets frustrated with certain things and decisions or other people coming to that in this life. And I'll say, no, doesn't always mean no. Because if you truly believe who God is in your life and in my life, he's going to take whatever it is, twist that time in exactly what is happening, change the circumstances, do what needs to be done, all because you and I were willing to say, Lord, my life is yours Help me make the decisions I need to make today. Man, when we do that, he fights your battles. He sees in the world that you can't see. And you and I begin to really understand and, and live in such a way that like, man, yeah, life isn't easy. Man, it's sure. I could take a deep breath and know, man, God's got this. I don't know what it looks like. I'm going to give it to him today. And he'll make it happen. Let's look at another verse. I want you to look, uh, we're to look at one more verse here today. In Romans chapter 13, in verse 11 through, four, verse 11 through 14. Or let's just go down through verse 11 through 12. Romans 13, verse 11. And do this knowing the time that now is high time to awake. In other words, now more than ever in the world that we're living in, all of us that are living in, it's time to really see what's going on. Wake out of sleep for now our salvation. In other words, eternity is closer than it's ever been than we first believed when you first became a believer. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. You know, when you know what time it is, and when you begin to understand what God wants you to do every day by praying and asking him and making it real simple, say, Lord, will you direct me and show me? What happens, God tells us, there, there is, this is what's so important once you get this. There is a protection that goes on your life. 
When you are willing to look at God in every aspect of your life, and you say, well, Dallas, is that actually possible? What do we say all the time? When you meditate on God's word for just a few minutes a day, you take it, you read it for a few minutes a day, whether it's late at night or early morning, does the same thing only in a greater way spiritually that food does that you and take it. You don't eat all day. It's impossible. What you do eat, you eat for a few minutes and you digest it and that gives you strength physically for the rest of the day. What God wants us to know when we are willing to open up his word, we are saying to him, Lord, you are in control for this day, for every second of my day, even though I'm not aware of it, even though I'm having conversations, I don't even know what's going on. But I know that one of the ways in what you do, when I honor you and I ask you for direction for today in every area of my relationships and at work, whatever it might be, when I do that, Lord, you, you somehow supernaturally put on this armor of light in my life. Whatever the devil tries to do to throw at you or come at you, you have armor on that's supernaturally lit. What did Elijah say to his servant? His servant was scared to death. They saw all the armies that were against him all over the hillside, everywhere. Three-fourths away around him, they're standing in the valley. They're going to die. And what does he say to his boss? Hey, we're, we're not getting out of here, are we? We're not getting out of here. This is, this is not going to work. This is, I, I mean, Lord, this is it, right? Elijah, we're, we're just, this is, I, it's, uh, Lord, my servant's here with me. Will you, will you just do me this favor, Lord? Will you he, let him see what I see? And all of a sudden, the servant looks up on the hillside, and he says, all around those other warriors that were coming against him were chariots of fire. The whole hillside was lit with God's warriors, his angels, and chariots of fire. You and I cannot lose. I want you to know if you hear all this stuff that we get, everything that you hear, you can't lose when it comes to giving your time every day to Jesus, whatever that is. I don't even care if you're out on the golf course. If you're out there and you're talking about Jesus or you're sharing the love of God, the Lord just wants to give you a little free time. No, that's it. It's not all these things you got to be, you don't have to be knocking on everybody's door five days a week, 24 hours a day. Hey, tell them about the Lord. No, that's what I'm saying. Live the life that God wants you to live so that others around you look at your life and all that's going on and say, hey, What's the difference? You're going through the same thing I'm going through. I'm in complete darkness, but you seem to handle it different. That's because the armor of light. And so we, you, it's on you. You don't even have to think about it. When you open up God's word today, it just comes on you. And when it does, those decisions that you have to make, and, and, and not knowing what's going to happen, God will direct you in the yeses and noes and bring all the time together. Here's where we are today, and we'll close in just a few minutes. 
Bible tells us in the very last book, the devil is working so over time, which we see, because he knows his time is short. Now, if that's the case, and you feel it like I feel it, we all feel it. We all know it, and we all see it even on the news and every day of our life. And when we do, we need to tell ourselves we are rapidly approaching the end. And if that's the case, Lord, help me to live such a way that I can enjoy this fight and say it in that way that it was the good fight. And I fought in such a way, Lord, that it, it took on a whole new meaning. Amen. Your life and my life should be living different than the people that we see at work or that we're at school with or whatever it might be. Why? Because we don't have all the answers. We've got the most important ones. And all God wants you to do today, all he did was you tune in or you here today, is to understand that whatever you're facing, whatever you're battling, that God can take it if you and I are willing to honor him and say, Lord, I don't get this, I understand it, but I'm trying to do this too much on my own. And I acknowledge that every day, if I'm not careful, I've gone two days, and I, I, you know what? I forgot to ask the Lord for wisdom. And those two days became harder than last week. All you have to do, God has made it in a way, a very simplistic way, a very easy way. God tells us if we spend time with him, he will take that time and multiply it to where the end of the day, you and I are not so worn out. Who does that? I'll give you an example. When Jesus was on this earth, it said his ministry was three and a half years. The Bible tells us that the very last book, or the very last gospel, book of John, in the very last chapter, if all the disciples could write down everything that they saw, everything that Jesus did, there weren't enough books in the world to fill of all the things that he did in the time that he lived for the kingdom of God. All the books in the world that could be written in all about Jesus and put back out into the world could not fill the world of all that Jesus did. How long did he do that? He did it in just three and a half years. Think about that. And yet... It still goes on today, the stories and the things that we know about Jesus. If he can do that in three and a half years and what he did, and we can look to him and we are part of his kingdom and we want to do what he wants us to do and he's going to honor that, don't you think that he will take your life in 24 hours and completely change it if you and I are willing to say, Lord... I'm going to look to you. I know that my time can be redeemed. It, I can actually buy it back. You say, what do you mean by that? I talked about what we can do about be careful about how that we spend it. You want to be careful of that. Well, how are you going to do that? We talk about wisdom. How do we buy it back? How do we buy it back? Aren't there some things that you did, I did? Man, I wish I could change. <laughs> but you know what? God says he is so amazing in our life, he can buy that time back. He tells us, I will restore 
the years the locusts have eaten. He talks about three types of locusts. Not just the one that comes through, not just two, but the third wave of locusts comes through, completely devastates and destroys anything that was left from the first two. You ever go through those times? Man, one, twice, you know, you get once, you get twice, three, and there's nothing left. And you even look back and you say, man, I, I, man I, I, I wish I would have done that a little bit different when that destruction was coming through. I said things, did things, should have changed that a little bit. I said, whoa, wait a minute. I can even restore some time. I said, what do you mean, Dallas? You know what he means, I think, by that? <laughs> if we let him, he can restore relationships in our life. People, time, whatever it might be. How many times have I seen through all different circumstances that things were left open wounded but with God's time and believing who he is he can restore those years he can also restore those years that maybe it's you you were the one that were hurt you were the one that were the victim I heard someone say one time and I truly believe this he was very very powerful he still is in this world and, he, and he's uh, very wealthy and he said this I've never I'll never forget when I heard him say this I've never seen a successful victim what he was saying is, maybe that's where you're today. The time in your life where you were hurt the most, you're stuck in. And you can't get out of. And if you're willing to say, you know what, Lord, I don't understand that how I was hurt as a kid. I don't understand that how I was hurt in that marriage. I don't understand all those things I went on. But those times I'm going to give to you and you will give them back to me in such a way that you will restore some things in my life that I couldn't even imagine. If I'm willing to give you my life and my time, that's all you got to do today. Honor the Lord with your life every night or every morning and when you open his word up. And in such a way that he will, will take what you do with time that you're willing to redeem with him and say, Lord, I give it to you. Will you show me what to do? Lord, I've still got some unforgiveness from this years and years ago. And Lord, you tell me that you are so redemptive on the cross of Calvary that you can forgive anything. I have to be willing to forgive that person then. I have to be willing to go on. How many people I've seen at my age that are still stuck there in a time warp? And you know what? They have every right to be. But you'll never be successful as a believer, as a victim. Unless if you give God your time, your life, and you say, Lord, I don't understand it. I don't get it. But that time is over. And Lord, you're going to make something new in my life. And we're going forward. Because we want to understand what God wants us to do today. Because, man, this thing's rapidly, rapidly coming to a close and whether you and I want to admit it every day <laughs> and I don't like to but man I things go by so fast you know let me share with you in closing this week uh, just had a really just more of a maybe that's why I spoke on what I did a little bit today 
busy, busier week than usual. My, my brother's been in a hospital. He uh, had a heart attack, and then he uh, has got some other things going on. Thankfully, he got home Friday night, and, uh, you know, my brother, he's <laughs> my brother, but how you doing? Good. Yeah, great. Uh, yeah, that's how Chuck talks to me, so I can't get much out of him unless I talk to one of my nephews. <laughs> Anyways. He's doing much better. He's at home. We're not sure of everything and all the biopsies and some things that have to come back. But, you know, it's just amazing how I still see my brother uh, and my big brother is that he's still a teenager there, you know. And I'm a little younger than him, and it's just like, I, I don't know, you know. I remember down Warner Road, he used to, I used to sit on his lap because I'm so short, and uh, he used to teach me how to drive up and down the road. <laughs> I was like 13 at the time. But you know what? It just seems like that was yesterday. Why do we let get at us what we do? Something happens, and then we realize what's important. What's important, why is today, why God has us here just today, what we're supposed to just today, he'll bring everything else together because this is all going away real fast. And God tells us in his word, those that do the will of God last and live forever. Eternity is time, but it's forever. Then the next day, I was sharing with you a couple Sundays ago. I had a funeral, that good friend of mine, he could share who it was. And there was four or 500 people. It, uh, it was Tim Flossie who coached here for many, many years in Akron. And, and uh, just very close with, Tim, with Floss. Uh, I don't know, 35, 40 years had known him. And uh, I remember the day he accepted Christ as his Savior. And I'm going way back now. And um, the funeral was this week. And, you know, I see his picture there. He's a huge picture up front where I spoke. And the picture was from years ago when he was coaching. And I thought, man, you know, <laughs> what happened? I don't know. I can honestly say I, I don't have all the answers. I, I don't know how time goes the way it does. I know it seems to be speeding up for some reason, but I want you to know all through this place, and I know a lot of what's going on with so many of you here and who's listening, everything that's going on in your health, from your kids to your mates that have divorced you or from someone who's passed away that you love in your life, all those things that we go through every day if we ask the good Lord. Jesus will equip us to fight the battles with that armor of light that he gives us. We'll be able to see into that unseen world and God will help you make the decisions that you need to make. And you'll go to bed that night and you'll say, yeah, even though I might be a little tired, man, I'm not exhausted because Jesus fought my battles today. He helped me to say yes. He helped me to say no. He calmed me when I needed to be calm, and he showed me what was next. And what more do we want? God is here with us today, and he's here to tell you that he's with you, and this time is flying by. All he wants us to do is to look to him and to honor him and say, Lord, 
The joy of the Lord is my salvation. When I know that I'm trying to do what the Lord wants me, and you have done that by even being here today, and you're starting your week out right. I'll never, I'm going to close this. I saw a guy on television this week, very popular guy, and he's talking about, he was talking about he doesn't understand one aspect of the Christian life. He says, you know what? All God's asking for a believer as actually a, a working thing, if you can say, is to just show up one hour a week. And he says, what I don't understand about people that are, that are Christians, if they really believe the Bible and who they say what's in here, and he's talking like, he says, why can't they show up once a week? What's an hour? Now, this is a guy on the other side of the fence talking like this. And I'm listening to this, and there's so much truth in that. He's looking from the outside in. I don't get it. If you really believe who Jesus is and you want God to honor your life, and, and he's talking like that, I'm thinking, if we are just willing to honor Jesus in our life, he doesn't make it difficult. All God wants us to do is take a few minutes a day, and he will compound it, what we take in his word, and it will explode into your life, and you will be able to see in such a way every day. And life takes on a whole new meaning. I close with this. Life in the pit of darkness where you might be today, I want you to know, no matter how dark, how deep, when you shine the light of Jesus in on whatever it is, like the demons, when the demons hear the name of Jesus, they have to flee. Darkness flees when the light of Jesus is put on it, no matter what it is. And I want you to know today, whether it's to buy back from time of the past or whether you need to see in the future, when Jesus is in your life and you're looking to him, life takes on a whole new meaning. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed today, you know, I don't know what it is you're watching. I don't know what it is you're here today, but I know Jesus has honored you from just tuning in or, or, or being here. All of us need what his word is telling us. We need help. We need light. We need to see. And all we have to do is take a little bit of time and open his word up, and his word feeds into our spirit and fills us up and will show you and I exactly what we need to do every day. You know, the, Jesus also says today, today is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow, not next week, because we don't know. If you're watching here today, today is a day of salvation. You've tuned in. God's had you right here, right now. The hundreds and hundreds that are watching, he's got you right now listening. And he wants you to know, no matter how dark it is, no matter what's going on, no matter what time of life it is in your life, no matter what time it is, he still can redeem the years the locusts have eaten. And he can show a way and he can brighten your life. And God will do so much that you'll say, Lord, at the end of those days, I wish today was longer. That's, that's who you could serve. 
For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. All you have to do is just pray with me and believe that God sent his son, which he did, to die on a cross for you and for me and to shed his blood for all of our sins. Pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I don't understand everything, but that spirit is speaking to me right now. I've watched, I've listened, I've heard. Jesus, I see only you can change me and change my life. Right now, Jesus, I believe that you're God's son. I know you are. And by faith, I believe you died on the cross for me. You shed your blood for me. And Jesus, come into my heart to forgive me from all of my sins. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we come to you today as this invitation time. We hope those that have accepted you today will, will grow in their faith, help them even as our church, help them to even to come here, to be here. But Lord, right now for this time, today is a day of salvation. Lord, if there's someone amidst us right now, as Ben leads us, this closing verse, if someone's here today that doesn't know you as their Savior, may they come forward today and accept you into their heart. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, 
or you can get it our church app through any of the um, streaming services and we want you to know that we'll contact you and from this day forward no matter what you face you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your savior and he'll come through in your life thank you for being with us today